Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. So the third way of getting more customers to choose your business is have a regimented lead vetting process. And I knew I set myself up for this one. (laughs) I was wondering. I'm like, I'm looking at this next point here. Yeah, I knew I did. (laughs) Got excited. So smooth, man. Okay. And this is really about doing the follow-up because marketing gets you leads, but the deals are made in the follow-up, right? I'm going to say that one more time because it's so, so important. Mm -hmm. Marketing gets your leads. But the deals are made in the follow-up, which means you need to have a process for following up so it's automatic, it's consistent, and it's trackable. Because you don't want your people to be having to do the really big thinking about how to actually do the follow-up. Because what happens is then things start taking priority over that. Mm -hmm. Or it's not consistent in the way that people are following up. So you have some people getting the follow-up and not others. And it just becomes a very haphazard way of doing business. And you don't want that. Again, it reflects on your business in a very poor way in, in, in that situation. So like as April said, and what we did for Laura, you know, you want to actually invest in things like sample scripts, mm-hmm. um, documentation for how you want this process to do. Like when is the time frame for how you want the follow-ups to happen? Suggested channels if necessary. I mean, even things as simple as when you send out an email, you know, these, these practices of putting in a very clear subject line of how you know somebody, make sure that your follow-up doesn't go to spam. Yep. So this is really, really important in order to be able to close your deal. Don't just assume that you made this one, you know, fantastic engagement <laughs> and you made such an impression on them that, oh, as soon as they need you, they're definitely going to follow up or, you know, you're you're in the running. Like, that's just, it doesn't work that way. Well, it's not a relationship if you've only had one touch point. And it's not. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. And, and this also shouldn't be done in just the context of it's all about you, too. So what me and April practice and we preach as well is that when we respond to folks and we're following up and seeing, like, you know, if they want to do business, we always do one of three things. We either offer a quick thought on something that may help them immediately that's based on what we might have learned and then thought about after the conversation we had with them or something we've seen in the environment or maybe something that we saw with a different client to comply here. We, we a lot of times direct them to one of our podcasts or our blogs that we think could be helpful. It's a really great way for people to internalize how we do business and how we talk about our business, as well as gives them some insight and education to something that may be right on their minds at the moment. And a lot of times we offer a free consult or a friends and family promo just to get them in the door. So it just gives them a little bit less of a barrier just to to try it. And, you know, we scale this based on the investment and in, in, in the value of the opportunity that we're, we're being faced with. But it's these are definitely ways of being able to show them the value they're going to get by working with you. And that definitely solidifies the, the relationship. And then you want to maintain frequency of reconnects because – you need, again, to develop the relationships. And as April just very rightly said, a relationship's not based on one exchange. A relationship is built on multiple exchanges. Yeah, and I think here is where the consistency comes into play as well. So part of the reason that Ann and I offer the types of value exchange that we do is because it's very consistent with the way we approach the business overall. And when you meet us, you get that sense from us in the beginning. We we really like to help. And it sounds mm-hmm. stupid and cliche and everyone says it, whatever, but it really is the reason that both of us went into business for ourselves and then together is because we want to help people. So then when we follow up with these communications, 
communications. And Anne's exactly right in the approach to continuing to follow up and to have key messages in there. But ours is always framed around that position because we really do believe that our client's success is our success. And we get so much fulfillment out of doing that, that that's the approach we take in our lead follow-up process. And a lot of times we give too much value, but... Well, that's a different conversation yeah, that's for a different, different conversation day. for a different day. <laughs> Although it leads to nicely to the next one, so... Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so the fourth way of getting more customers to choose your business is unexpected acts of appreciation. I'm going to let April take this one. Well, and I set myself up nicely for this one. So what I was just saying applies here as well, right? This isn't just giving someone something to give it to them. It's not presenting your client with a Christmas gift or to commemorate certain successes on the project or go out to golf with them. I mean, all those things are nice to do. And I would say, you know, from my previous experience, when you do those things, if you're going to do them, they get expensive really quickly. So find stuff that Mm -hmm. actually means something if you're going to send it. Don't just blow, you know, however much money on taking a whole team of clients to golf for example, and then just having that be kind of like a throwaway in or their dinner minds. or whatever, or, dinner, or whatever, happy hour, is, yeah. giveaways, whatever the case might be. But this is actually something that you do because it is authentic to who you are. And it it may be something that you find a way to do for every single client. Like I would say that Ann and I find ways to value add for each and every one of our clients. But again, that's because we kind of can't help ourselves in being helpful, right? So we are very giving in our approach to the business. But what those things are would look different based on each client. And then we do have a process for how and when we do those things, right? So if we feel like, you know, a client is really missing something completely and we're like, if they don't do this we're not going to be able to reach the business results, right? We might go ahead and do it as part of the project, even though they're not necessarily directly paying for it, right? Mm -hmm. Or sometimes, you know, there are clients that are more independent and they want to find a way to be able to work with us, but really contribute strongly. And so in that case, we take more of our, you know, train approach to things, which is we supply them with some worksheets and then, you know, a kind of a narrative or a example or whatever for them to start to develop it on their own. And then we take a little bit more of a backseat and we evaluate, but we're providing a lot of support and value and even sharing those materials because those are proprietary to who we are. So the acts of appreciation really are dependent, again, on the customer and what their specific needs are. And they should never feel like a tchotchke or a throwaway or any of those types of things. Uh, And I I think it's okay in those instances to let them know, and you should let them know Mm -hmm. that you're doing this extra thing and and why you're doing it. And it's not like a grab, right? Like, give me more money or make you feel guilty. It's not that at all. It's just, look, we believe in your business and we believe strongly that this is what you need. So therefore, we're going to hear what you're looking for and then provide you with the best solution for you. And if you have a large team of people one of the best things you can do is empower them and encourage them to do this because it forces them not to phone it in on the business they're on. It forces them to really get to know their clients and to provide meaningful support beyond just whatever they do for the day-to-day business. I mean, I think these, I can't say enough about these acts of appreciation, right? But we've all been on the receiving end of them and you know what that feels like. That's what you should be trying to do for your clients in this situation. And we, can we, you know, monetarily say, Well, actually, we probably could based on our repeat business, but it's not really the point of that, right? It's the longevity of building the relationship. 
Yeah, and I think this one goes a long way. Um, and it, it, it's especially important in the customer service aspect of your yep, business. Totally. And I'll give an example of one that I saw, and this was, I believe, Chewy, where a guy was actually sharing on social that um, his dog has had passed away, and but he had been an, an avid subscriber to Chewy to get um, supplements for the dog. Mm-hmm. And when the person on the on, um, from the from the Chewy side heard this, ended up sending flowers mm-hmm. on behalf of Chewy uh, in, in condolences for the dog. Didn't have to do that, mm-hmm. you know, but it was something that moved him so much that he felt compelled to share. And he said, "I'm when I get a new dog, I'm a, I'm going to be a, a a fan and a um and a customer for life, right?" Mm-hmm. And that was one act, like one act of appreciation that totally made somebody's day in a in a way that now they're going to be an ongoing customer. They're going to, to talk about what they mm-hmm. what what they experienced and what happened. And they shared it in a very public way. And even for me, and I'm not like, I have a dog, but I don't use Chewy. Mm-hmm. It made me think about the brand when I was like looking for a ball from my dog. And that's where I found the ball from my dog. Mm-hmm. You know, so this this does transcend. It it totally transcends. Now, I'm is anybody gonna, at Chewy ever going to know that I bought a ball because I heard this story? No, but you got to believe in human nature and the ability of, that transcends this emotional impact that you create when you do these acts of appreciation. Again, as April said, it doesn't have to be all the time. It doesn't have to be with everybody because they can get a little expensive. But mm-hmm. you need to empower your people to feel like owners of the brand so that they feel compelled to do these sorts of things when the situation arises because it can create a whole new layer of brand potential. Absolutely. Totally. Very well said. So just to summarize, how to get more customers to choose your business. First, create tangible, sellable packages that increase the value of your products and services. This is all about identifying that key tension point for your customer and creating a package that includes that flagship product, but that can promote and, and alleviate that tension. Okay? The second is be visible and convenient. Fish where the fish are and make it easy and frictionless for a potential customer to get a hold of you. Third is have a regimented lead vetting process. Marketing gets you leads, but the deals are made in the follow-up. The fourth is unexpected acts of appreciation. This is going above and beyond in an unexpected way that drives loyalty and encourages sharing. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.